Welcome back to What's on Your Mind. I'm Dr. Gene Bresson. And I'm Dr. Steve Schlossman. And we're child psychiatrists at the Clay Center for Young Healthy Minds at the Massachusetts General Hospital. Here's what we'll talk about today. So today we're going to talk about a springtime ritual. You, you look outside, even in the Northeast, there's, there's flowers, it's warm out. And you know what else you see? You see these weird creatures, tuxedos and gowns on kids riding around in limos. And what does that mean, Gene? It means the senior prom. Which is quite a rite of passage. It's a big deal. Well, it's a big deal, but it's also a potential nightmare for parents. Oh, wait, wait. You're, you're going you're gonna, to, like, already rain on this parade? Well, wait. I've been through four of these. Four? Well, well three proms, four kids. I, I've been to one, and it wasn't even somebody I wanted to take to the prom, so it's different. But go well, ahead. Well, I went when I was in high school, but I didn't go to any of my kids. But I did help send them off. And I can tell you, the preparations... And worse, the anxiety of not knowing what was going on when they were there or what was going on afterwards was almost intolerable. Wait, wait. Now, now, I, now I feel bad. Now I'm like sitting here thinking I had a good time at my prom and my parents were at home wringing their hands. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, probably. In what way? Well, they're worried about a lot of things. You know, what does prom mean? Well, for most parents, right on the top of their mind, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, potential accidents mishaps. And more subtly, it means separation, they're growing up, and also failed expectations. I don't know anybody that didn't have something upset them or go wrong at the prom. Yeah, that I can say is true. You know, I I have not yet sent my kids off to prom. They're not old enough. I remember there was no way my prom came close to my expectations. And I'm not sure I really expected it to, although, my goodness, I had fantasies, that's for sure. But what you're telling me is that sex, drugs, rock and roll, all the stuff that we were hoping would happen at prom, my parents were at home worrying about it at the same time. And on top of that, they were worried that this meant I was leaving the house because I guess it made sense. I was going to my senior prom, then I was going to graduate and go off to college. Well, in our society, we have rituals, we have ceremonies, we have graduations, we have marriages, we have all kinds of rituals. And the prom is a ritual. It really means you're grown up. And you're leaving home, and that and that's just, that's an important event. So, given all of that, what do we tell parents? I mean, how do we help them to get through this? What are some of the messes they have to deal with? Well, first of all, we have to separate ourselves as shrinks from parents, because when when I was doing this, I had to kind of like not put on my shrink hat, but put on my parent parents hat. And you know, the first thing is really to talk to the kids. Wait, wait. So, what did you say? Tell me what you said. Well. <laughs> I said, so what are you going to be doing? And they'd say, well, go to the prom. And they'd say, okay. And the big question is, well, what about after the prom? Because that's the biggest worry. I'm not worried about them in the prom itself. Although some kids will try to smuggle stuff into the proms, but they're generally pretty well controlled. And and I I can say, I I mean, I recall, and I don't think proms have changed that much, um, the majority of planning was about what happened afterwards. Exactly. That's what the, that's what kids are really focused on because it's the post-prom festivities that that's the big night. It's kind of like, you know, New Year's Eve, but times two. Well, when I was a kid, it was, it was actually fairly common. We knew, we knew that there was some parent someplace who was going to invite us over and say, look, look, I'll, I'll, I'll take your keys. I'll, I'll even might provide booze. I might or I might just look the other way. And my parents were sort of okay with that because they, at least they thought to themselves, well, he'll be in a safe place. Well, in, in, my, in my day, many people did that because parents felt, and I think— You mean in your day with your kids? With my kids, yeah. Okay. Incorrectly, 
incorrectly. The fantasy was, okay, if it's on my property, if it's in my house, if it's in my yard, if I take the keys, then somehow I'm in control and things are going to be contained, which is nonsense because kids are going to be able to do anything, anywhere, anytime, anyplace. And if it's on your property, you're actually putting yourself and your kids at even more risk than if you're doing it under another controlled environment, which is somehow sanctioned and monitored. Yeah, and I think this is a really important uh, point to bring up. And there's a term for this, like you, you see it in the news right now. And actually, the district attorneys all over Massachusetts have commented that there will be no what they call social hosting, that this will not be tolerated. Not only is it a bad idea, but it happens to be pretty illegal. Yeah. So times really have changed from when my kids were going to the prom and there was a lot of social hosting. Now it's increasingly diminished and and probably for good reasons. But let's get back to how you talk to these yeah, kids. What did you say? You know, you well, say? I said, you know, first of all, you got to be safe. I mean, what I didn't say is, boy, you should have seen the near misses that I experienced. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear your stories. Well, for a bunch of reasons. One is they might want to try and one-up it. Right. And also, it's about them. It's right. their night. That's right. But you have to say the the right things. First of all, you have to talk about safety, about responsibility, and not just looking out for yourself, but being sure that other kids around you are safe. So if you see kids who have been drinking, let's say, getting into a car, you know, you can't just be an innocent bystander. Now, one of the things... Wait, this is something you say to your kids. I, I I say to them, look, you have to be watchful, not just for yourself, but for your friends. Your friends right. And what you can do is, since I've given you this lecture about being safe, you can say, geez, you know, my dad would kill me if he knew that we were doing this or something like that. So that you're the bad guy. The parent has to be the bad guy in some sense by saying you got to be safe and you got to make sure that everything goes according to proper etiquette and safety and responsibility. I think... That makes sense. So then the the challenge would be, how do you send them off without being a kind of party pooper? I mean, how do you tell them to have a good time? Well, they're going to do the perfunctory eye roll and the whatevers, but they know what you mean, and they know that uh, you're counting on them. I th- look, I think we all have to kind of have a relationship with our kids where we have to basically say, look, I'm counting on you. Now, some might say, well, that's instilling guilt. Well, to some extent, it is. But it's also instilling responsibility in your expectations. And that's what we have to do. Right. It's giving them sort of agency. They're going to go out there on their own to have this adult party. they got to behave. And if you can have a conversation, it's even better. Asking open-ended questions like, what are you going to do if? Or why would you do that? You know, I would open it up for conversation as best you can. Okay, so any advice, Gene, because you've been here with, with four different kids, any advice on what the parents should do once they get the kids out the door? Because they're going to be nervous. What can they do to fill up the time? You watch some happy movies like right. Grease right. <laughs> or Napoleon Dynamite or support each other and keep your fingers crossed and hope for the best. That's all we can do as parents. And because most of the time things actually do work out. And one other thing is, you know, talk to other parents because we're all going through the same thing. Don't feel isolated. Everybody's upset and or, or not upset, but everybody's excited for their kids, worried and potentially upset. And, you know, if, if we're all in this together, we can we can get through it. Makes sense to me. If anybody has any other comments or questions, please visit our website, um, look at our blog on the prom, and please feel free to just chime in and ask questions and make your comments. See you next time.